Hello everyone and welcome to another episode. I'm Jeff. And I'm Patrick. This is Bella. Yep. Hello. Yeah, that's you, that's your name. And uh, we've fought off jet lag to the point that we can finally put a coherent sentence together because we're just back from Las Vegas Open, aren't we? We are indeed. Yeah. And what a wonderful time we had. What a wonderful and extraordinarily strange time I think we had. Mm. It was very odd, wasn't it? So... Little bit of backstory. Our uh, good friend Byron, uh, him who is uh, one half of Element Games and one half of Artus Opus, invited us out there to go and be uh, the eye candy at his uh, at the Artus Opus stall, didn't he? He went. I don't care how well you can sell. Just stand there, look pretty. Yes. Pull the punters in. Yeah. So. No one came over. <laughs> the, uh, no. the, G- the G-strings were a bit much. Yeah, yeah. once we put trousers yeah. on, business definitely <laughs> improved, I thought. <laughs> I, I don't know if there's a correlation between that. I don't know, but yeah. So yeah, uh, I went, you, you went G-string trousers, I went G-string chaps, that's still, arseless chaps, that still doesn't work. And I eventually gave in and put my trousers on and things definitely improved. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> But um, it was quite an interesting time, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yes, it was. The first thing I think I'd have to say about it was the, the customers ranged from extraordinarily nice, mm. which was those that knew us, which, <laughs> which, you know, I'm getting a great, honestly, I'm grading it, honestly. Like, extraordinarily nice, who were the people that were really pleased to see us because they watched the channel. Yeah. And they were quite surprised that we were there. Yeah. And then generally everybody else was really nice. Oh, and yeah. then even the people that were not that into one thought to us were still very courteous. I'd never been called sir so much. No, it was really weird, uh, wasn't it? In in my life. Yeah. I've got to be honest, I thought in the forty or so plus hours that we were open mm. over the three and a bit days. I never had a single person go through that stand who I thought, oh, he was hard work, or she was hard work. Everybody was at the very least pleasant, friendly, and courteous. I yeah. thought it was a really, the people were a really, really nice experience, I thought. for. for oh, that. yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, we were uh, working on the Artist Opus stand in the exhibition hall, mm-hmm. Um and whilst the tournament was going on, and yeah, such a, such an incredible experience. Um, like Byron had said, like this is the best part of the hobby, like going to those massive events. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was really really good because uh, I think it's definitely easy to spend too much time on the internet and yeah and and from the chats that that we've had recently, like um, like with. Uh, chatting about tournaments and is it is it ruining 40k you know that's that's a title that we've used on a video yeah before. yeah absolutely right. um but going there seeing a room with that had a thousand people playing yeah 40K, nearly a thousand people look i got the impression um, yeah yeah insane and everyone was so happy having such a wonderful time yeah um and it's quite funny because yeah. the people who are coming out because uh, on the first day, it was like a soft opening. Mm. It was open for about four hours in the evening while 
people registered, and then sort of once they'd registered, they came round the they came round the, uh, the the stands of the the retailers, and and there was a lot of there was a lot of fast business in the four hours that first day. We were really quite frantic, but then it sort of slowed down a little bit, and we mainly got waves of it in the as as people would finishing up their their round in the tournament. They would come in and 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 you know, and then obviously because there was lots of other different games going on as well, other than just forty k. Mm. So we worked relatively constant, but it, it it sometimes came in sort of waves. But even when you're talking to people and go, how's it gone? How you know what have you played? Who have you just played? What have you played? What game are you playing? Mm. You know what army? Even the people that had just been absolutely crushed, yeah, still came in and looked like they were having a really nice time. Yes, it yeah. made me de. It really did make me slightly reevaluate the tournament scene. Yeah, where I thought a lot of people seem to be having a laugh here. Yes, no yeah. one came in and looked like they wanted to kick a table over. No, they might no. have wanted to kick a table over at the tournament room. <laughs> <laughs> they might have done for all I know, but yeah. um, they seem to. Everyone seemed to just. We were in the spirit of it, mm. I think. Mm. And, um, and you know, the people were lovely. And also, to be fair, some of the other retailers that I spoke to were, were really nice as well, I thought. Um, yes. We um, were speaking to, were they called War Scenery? Yes. Next door to yeah, us, yeah. a lovely gentleman our, from... Our uh, German compatriots. Yeah, yeah. From, from Germany. And they were really lovely guys. Uh, one of the chaps there, Patrick, is already... A fan of the show, which was really nice. They were knocking out some really lovely um, Star Wars compatible scenery. Yes, and and some of that was painted really nice. And they had like a Traitor Guard miniature range as oh, well, that which was really good. lovely. And yeah. some very, so I think the best way to put it, very Star Wars adjacent miniatures, didn't they, for uh, what looked like they were for Star Wars Legion. And they were really lovely lads. Um, all the guys on the GW stand were, were great. They were amazing. They yeah. were really nice fellas, and, weren't they? And I think that was, um, yeah, and again, like, too much time on the internet. Games Workshop and this evil, monstrous company. Uh, every single person at the event stand, because we were opposite GW, um, we had a laugh with, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and it was brilliant. Yeah, we yeah. really did. They were yeah. really lovely fellas. Yeah. Um, they were lovely fellows. They were really generous with us as well. Um, yeah, we had a gen- we had a really nice time with the people that we were coming into contact with. Us, yeah. In in the uh, in the, the stand, um, I met two uh, two guys that were really interesting. Two British guys came in who had uh, were there for one of them was a forty k player and um, was in Vegas for the fact that his mate was there for a jujitsu competition. They'd spent that morning throwing themselves out of planes because they were skydivers. Oh, yeah. And they were a pair of ex-Special Forces British guys. Yes. And one of them, the one that was the non-40K player, turned out to be from very close to where I'm from and supports the same football team. And we had a it we is. had a mutual hug of our, of our woes of <laughs> supporting a football team having a terrible time. Yeah. So it was really interesting to meet them. They were really cool. Um, yeah, it was... Um, Generally, every sort of like half an hour or an hour, you come into contact with somebody who was really, really cool. Uh, but it, everybody was generally pretty, pretty nice. Vegas itself, though. Oh, it's an interesting place, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? Interesting yeah. place. Um, I'll try and I'll, 
I got some clips, so I'll maybe put some over the top of it. But yeah, yeah, we. I mean, I. I don't think I've been on a flight that long before. Um, yeah, I have to India, but good God, on the way out, I felt every single second of that flight. <laughs> every single I've, second of it. I quite often. I like. I'm. I'm not a particularly tall person, as as people know. Um, I think. I think when I sit down, I look normal, and when I stand up. <laughs> When I stand up, it's like, oh, he's small. Um, and I've only got little legs. I've never been, I've never been so thankful to be travel-sized. Um, it's wonderful. And they're like, oh, would you like to upgrade for leg room? No. <laughs> no, no, right, no, like, I don't need it. I don't need it. Um, but, the, yeah, the seat, the seat was a little... Hour, hour seven, I was like, I'm going to get some sleep because my ass hurts. <laughs> Uh, and I'm just going to sleep through the pain. Um, I've never eaten so much food. Oh, good God. It was great. I, you know, I'm, you know, it's no shock to anybody that I'm somebody who can put food away. But I got off the plane, and I don't know if it was, I think I said to the group as a, as a whole, but I was like, I thought, God, I thought, I have literally in 10 hours, 10, 10, 10 and a half hours, I've had more food on that plane than I would eat in 10 and a half hours on you know, at my job, at home, yeah. even on a day off on a Sunday. I thought, yeah. I would consume that much food in 10 hours. It was wonderful. It was, honestly, it was like, yeah, it was ridiculous. But um, Loads of drinks as well. Loads of drinks. I did, I felt like I just spent me, me time on, on the way out watching films and slurping or eating. It was just yeah. seemed to be a constant yeah. thing. Yeah. But it did, the flight out did, did kill me. I was just like, oh, just... It literally couldn't come quick enough, which was a complete difference to my flight home, which I slept, you know, 10-odd hour flight. And I think I slept probably eight hours of it in, in total added together. It's like time travel, isn't it? It's oh, yeah, it's really weird on the way back. Yeah. So I got yeah. asleep straight away, woke up and I'm in London. It was a bit weird. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but Vegas itself. Yeah, so we should say as well, uh, so our, our group, there was Byron, uh, yes. Arctopus, uh, Ed, who who works for Byron, who's uh, an awesome chap, and then Ross from Fohammer as well. Yes, so Ross, that was, who, our, uh, that was our little group. Our, yeah. our new uh, friends of the channel, who uh, helped you with uh, the 3D printing. 3D printing, yeah, 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 yeah. He is the man to go to. He's yeah. a lovely chap as yeah. well. And he, he like uh, Guy Midwinter uh, Minis, uh, they did a, a video recently about learning how to 3D print, and guess who helped them? Yeah. <laughs> He's sort of becoming every other channel, channel's go-to guy, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, we stayed at, like, uh, it's such a, such a culture shock. Oh, um, God. Yeah, we yeah. stayed at Excalibur. Um, here's a picture of it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous, isn't it? Excalibur is utterly ridiculous. Yeah. And it's got more ridiculous since I've come home and I've looked at photographs on it. I've gone... Yeah. Because after... When you see it, it's ridiculous. But it's, sound, it's surrounded by ridiculous. Because over the road from it was New York, New York, which has got three or four sort of quasi-interpretations of well-known buildings. Well, it has, and, a, has a Statue of Liberty, uh, yeah, which uh, is at least three or four stories high. Yeah, it's enormous. It has its own built-in roller coaster. Yeah, and then, so when you think, take that into consideration, <laughs> Excalibur doesn't look quite so weird, <laughs> no. but then when you look at a photograph of Excalibur on its own, it's 
utterly preposterous. Yes, it is, yeah. It's bizarre. I mean, it's... walking around Vegas is just bizarre. Escalators everywhere. Yeah, you can't you... walk in a straight line for more you... than about 300 metres before you have to go yeah. up a set of stairs or an escalator over a sky bridge that desperately tries to push you into a casino. Yeah. Which you can then go down another set of stairs, carry on walking for a bit, have to go back over the other side. Yeah. It's really, really odd. I was trying to explain to somebody how condensed the casinos are on the strip. I said to the point, I said, if you walked from one end of the strip to the other on a rainy day, you probably wouldn't get that wet. No. Because you could almost walk casino to casino. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? You'd get yeah. wet going across the sky bridge as you went into the next one on the other side of the road. But it was just, it's an... Well, their, their version of, of rain in the desert was just a little bit of drizzle, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a really, really, yeah. really bizarre place, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, um, I think the biggest shock for me was you obviously have the facades of these buildings are insane. Yeah. And you, you have New York, you walk down the street, oh, I'm in Paris now. Yeah. Um, and the Bellagio and, and Caesar's Palace and all, everything is, is like, you know, like a, like a movie set or something. But you walk in and they're all the same. Yeah, once yeah. you once you look past whatever their internal shtick is, mm. they they are just the same place. Like the Rio, where the the uh, the tournament was being held, didn't seem to have a shtick. No, it didn't. But it, it wasn't was it wasn't on the strip, was it? No, it was not. Yeah. Just it was a little just a little bit off it. But it didn't have a theme. Did it? You go Rio. You're going. Well, that's in that's in Brazil. Yeah. And that's a big party town. Yeah. Why didn't they have a massive Christ Redeemer statue? Yeah, in the mid- yeah. <laughs> Missed a trick there. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, you know, there was nothing in it. You went, well, I'm getting the feel of like a Brazilian parade of entertainment and the Brazil, you know, and there was nothing where you felt, well, this feels like it's an interpretation of Brazil. Mm. It was just like, no, it's literally just a casino hotel. Yeah. It didn't have anything yeah. that, you know, even the entertainment, which, Sadly, I couldn't go and see, but the residents were um, Penn and Teller, yeah. who I'd like to have seen. But you don't go. Whenever I think of Rio de Janeiro, I think one very gobby and one silent magician. That's never how I think of, of that place. And I think, you know, we thought it not, nothing reflected the name, where in other places it did reflect the name, you know. Mm. At least our place, for at least it had suits of armour and... Things like that going on in the, it had like, the, I, I the Sherwood only... Forest Bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I only saw two suits of armour. Do you know what was weird? For a, for a, uh, a country that, um, in the nicest possible way, likes violence and a bit of a fight, none of the suits of armour had any weapons. Did they not? No. Oh, right. <laughs> Just yeah. stunned yeah. there. Well, that's it, because probably somebody might grab one. Yeah, well, that's possibly a I thing. Mean, that, yeah, that's, they, yeah. yeah, they were like, oh, I've, I've just lost my life savings. So I'm putting this sword through the this, machine. In this slot machine. Yeah. Um, uh, where's a, a sword? Yes. Ah, here we go. No. And it wouldn't, it Get wouldn't... me a mace. Oh, hang on. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what they should have done was swap them for, like, LARP weapons. So they're oh, all foam. foam, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah maybe. Yeah. That would have been fun. But... Um, but yeah, but um, yeah, Vegas was was crazy. We we also went like the strip. Well, it was interesting because we got there on a weekday. I was surprised how quiet it is. Yes, because uh, I guess we were there out of season uh, on a weekday, and it was sort of a little bit like, 
is this is this what it's like all the time? Yeah. Um, but as it got to the weekend and and there was a few like hen parties and the music was a bit louder and, and yeah. you were like, oh, cool, Vegas. Yeah, I'm, I'm jet more. lagged and really tired and I've been working, so I'm going to yeah. go to bed. People um, were really stand, starting to stand around the croupiers and play craps and other, you could hear groups of guys and girls who'd come together were cheering at however well the dice were going on craps yeah. and things like yeah. that. And, and it did have a bit more life to it, but during the week it was like fruit machines in an old age pensioner zone, wasn't it? Yes. And no one... No one sat at a single machine, looked like they were enjoying themselves. I think I, was, I heard two people cheer all week. <laughs> uh, I was counting, yeah. <laughs> uh, on the weekend, it was a bit different. Yeah. Um, but um, During the week, it was... Yeah, yeah, it was super interesting. But yeah, it like, it was uh, it was cool. And then uh, I guess our, our trip of Vegas, I talked about Fremont Street. Fremont um, Street was really... Fremont Street was what I wanted Vegas to all be like. Yeah. I think... Yeah. The problem we had is the fact that we um, uh, we walked, we worked really long days. They were like roughly 12-hour days, weren't they? Yeah, something like that. And um, so what with the jet lag and then the amount of hours we worked, we were basically coming out and generally having something to eat and then going to bed, weren't we? Yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And because um, we were normally in, we were normally at the tournament for about quarter to eight in the morning. Yeah. So we were there quite early. So we 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 didn't uh, we really weren't burning the candle at both ends when we were in Vegas. So we were, we were quite we were quite boring. But yeah, I think uh, I think I just got over the jet lag just in time to come home. Yes, I think basically. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, I think it, it's I, taken me about a week. Yeah, yeah, but I summoned up enough energy to have a walk down Freeman Street, and I really liked Freeman Street. It was very interesting. We seen a very interesting devil and a very interesting nun. <laughs> She didn't really look very devil-like. No, and to be I don't, fair... I don't think I, she was wearing enough clothes to look particularly devil-like. Yeah, and I tell you what, the nun did... I, I've, I've got to be honest, I've not come into contact with a lot of nuns, but they generally wear more clothes than that. It's a very strange experience, some of Fremont Street. Some of the people who are hanging around and attempt to con you into a photograph. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So it was, it's... I mean, that, that would put bums on seats if nuns dressed like that in the UK, <laughs> wouldn't it? it definitely make me think about changing my religion and going to church far more often if they looked like that. It was a very strange place. <laughs> yes. It yes. was very, very strange. Um, yeah. But so, like, yeah, the to tournament itself and the experience of everything, are like, um, yeah, I guess we, we... I stuck my head into the room a couple of times. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a bit of a walk around. And seeing that many people um, playing 40k was insane. And the room itself, like, and I was chatting to Ross about it, was really hard to to capture on video. Just like yeah, you how just couldn't get the width. You couldn't. Ginormous it is. You couldn't, um, could you? Yeah, and and it's it's really really interesting. Like, I think it was quite. I think for me, like, the takeaway was like, yeah, the hobby community is awesome. Um, like we met, met a lovely chap called Sergio. If you are watching, there we go. Cut to me. Yeah. If you are watching Sergio, thank you so much. He bought there's loads of coffees. Oh, he was absolutely yeah. like a lifeline to keeping us going, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, he was amazing. He was a really, really nice guy. Yeah. And uh, if you are watching, thank you again, man. He was really, really cool. And um, Gregory, 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 who yeah. was a lovely, lovely chap as well. Yeah, I was explaining. Bought us that, a meal. That was uh, yeah, kind he of took him. us to dinner one night on the grounds yeah. of the fact that he um, 
he loved the show. He liked uh, he liked Arthur Soper's paintbrushes. He referred to Bella as a saint. <laughs> <laughs> he may have had a beer or two by that point in time. I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah, he was really really lovely. I loved his idea of saying um, when you say first name is Gregory and you're marrying a woman whose surname is Gregory, you've got to change your name to hers because how would you, you? Why would you give up that opportunity yeah. to have the same name twice? S- sensational. Yeah. Don't blame him. At all. <laughs> I love the theory yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So it was. It was really good. And uh, I didn't know at the time, but the chap who won, whose name I'm sorry I can't remember, but the chap who won forty k. Um, was the son of one of the people that work on the Games Workshop stand? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He's a member of the Vanguard Tactics. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, one of the team. one of the coaches. Yeah. Necrons won, I believe. Was that right? Yeah. Necrons yeah. won as well. Yeah. yeah which was uh, seemed to be a bit of a uh, a yeah. little bit of a shock. Don't get me wrong. Eldar were in the final, which was not a shock at all. Yeah. And then Age of Sigmar was. Sigmar was Cities of Sigmar, Sigmar versus, versus Cities, of, Cities, of, Cities of, Sigmar. of Sigmar. Yeah. yeah. You have to we'll put that down to it being a training exercise. Um, <laughs> yeah, and but I don't know a lot of angels, uh, angels uh, of Cities of Sigmar, but we were, we met up with, who was also a lovely, lovely chap who should be mentioned, is Andy Talbot, mm. who's from events at Games Workshop uh, yeah. and was a really, really nice guy. And he explained uh, the army list that won to us and it sounded even with my limited knowledge of Age of Sigma, it sounded utterly filthy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that sounds like it's got nerfed written all over it after that tournament. P- potentially, yeah. 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 So that was yeah. cool. Um but yeah, it was it was great. Um yeah, it other folks we chatted to, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the name on screen. I was like, oh, because I've got one of their cards in a bag somewhere. Yeah. Who had all of the painted, uh like 3D printed like weapons. Oh, they um, were awesome. Were they something uh, goblins? Yes, yes, they were. Yeah, and there's the, um, you'll and see were, them knocking around on Instagram. When yeah. We start. We've got some photographs of. Yeah. I think they at one point in time handed me a bolter with a that you could actually cock and add a magazine that came off it. Yeah. At one point in time, that nearly had to be you know physically removed off me because I'd taken quite a shine to just keeping hold of it. Um, yeah, they made some really really cool. Were they called hobby goblins? Maybe, maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll. Uh, you'll know, no, because because yeah. Pat will have put the name yeah. on them up. But um, yeah, their stuff was really, really cool, and yeah. they were lovely guys as well. Yeah. So we've got some. I'll, yeah. I'll put some photographs. Put some more photographs up on Insta. You'll yeah. probably have seen one if you do look at my Insta account. There's one of me holding uh, a large uh, orc weapon with amazingly brilliantly graffitied "War" written down the side of it. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. The army painter were there. Um, yeah, um, we had, a, had a chat, little chat with Adam, uh, which did. was lovely. Because I spoke very briefly yeah. to Sam, Sam Lenz, who's a phenomenal painter. He was yeah. really cool. Yeah, uh, AK were there. there yeah, some, they were some lovely chaps working on that stand, and and we had we had a, uh, some food with the guys from Monument Hobbies as well, who were also awesome. Yeah. Really, really lovely. They were people fantastic. Were. Yeah, really lovely people. The guys at Monument Hobbies, they do make some phenomenal paints, and they seem to have set. Our stand alight, didn't he, with the, with the noosh. 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 <laughs> did you buy a bottle of noosh? I did buy a bottle oh, of noosh. Try that. that might be a thing for a future episode, wasn't it? Yeah. Turning acrylics into oil paint. Yes. So, yeah, they it's their subtractive weathering medium. Uh, well uh, done. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I could go into marketing. <laughs> you think you could? Um, it made the dog sit up there when you said that like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, subtractive weathering medium is dog for oi. Um, <laughs> I can, you know, I rarely sit on the sofa. I know. Um, so it's, Billy, it's, got any sofa look at it's, this? It's quite nice to be uh, distracted by the dog. Um, and just, hello, hello, audio only listeners. I am... Uh, Stroking the dog. Here we go. Yeah. Um, yes. So I'm. I'm really eager to try that um, and see where it sort of fits in with. Because um, I think a criticism of your enamels and oils is you. Everything needs its its own thinner. Yeah. Um, it's going to eat and, your brush. And you have to have different brushes, and it generally is a bit more planning. So, mm-hmm. like the acrylic nature of it means it's. It's you don't have to think about it as much, less solvents involved, which yep. is probably ideal. Absolutely, um, but it'd be interesting to see how it behaves. And because it's the medium, you can make it any colour you want. Yeah. Um. So that is is super interesting. So I think we'll have a video about that. Yeah. Because um, it's they said that they sold out immediately, uh, and they had to sort of really try hard to find stock to bring some. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think anyone's got it in the UK yet. Um, it, it was um, so yeah, it'd be a fun one. Well, it was it was quite interesting because um, although I know the basics of the artist opus dry brush method, um, to actually sit and watch uh, Byron going to work and, and Ross as well, who knows it very well, uh, going to work on doing it for as demos for people who are coming by, it was that was really fascinating to go. Oh, do you know what this this moist moist dye dry brushing. Yeah. Not what was what was Ross calling it to annoy uh, uh was it something like squeezy? Slightly slightly damp, smushy brushy or yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> What's well, to Byron's constant eye rolls annoyance? <laughs> I'm not I, I wouldn't be one to say who's right and wrong, but you know Yeah. The brush was the what the brush was slightly moist and smushy. So yeah, you know. yeah. If, you, if you're stippling, it is a slightly, slightly damp smush brush. Yeah. But it was good yeah. to see them doing that and then the noosh was brought over, and then you started to see that being figured out as well. And yeah, that was, it was quite, yeah. it, it was quite interesting to see it. So, um, um, there were some beautiful models, not only in the painting competition, but also there was a. I still not quite sure who they were, but there was like it was a, a, a company, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yeah, it was like, display, displaying stuff. Yeah, like a, a, a museum or something. So they had like Squidmars crashed Manta. They did, yes. Uh, which was such a surprise. Like I was trying to find a toilet, and I was like, "Oh, I've seen that." Yeah, and it's enormous. <laughs> it's absolutely it's massive, huge, isn't it? And like as good as those videos are, and they are phenomenal. Um, it, it so much better in person. Yeah, it didn't. They, the um, videos don't just can't quite do it justice, can they? Me, me, me. There was I don't know who'd made it, but there was. Um, yeah. uh, if you, I don't know whether you can, Pat, but if you, I will send you a photograph of it. If you maybe get it into the show, mm. is um, that handmade that built from scratch of the um, the tech priests all putting the uh, the marine into his Terminator armor. Oh yeah. There's a like a, a little vignette sort of thing. I've I've got a photograph of it. Was one of the most impressive things I've seen in ages. Seen a, a tech priest literally working on the uh, the Terminator yeah. uh, symbol and stuff on the on the shoulder pad. Yeah, that was really impressive. Um, and talking of that, talking of painting is obviously as well. 
There was a lot of phenomenal uh, painters there doing sem seminars. Um, Byron, in fact, did one yeah, as well. Yeah, But we got to meet him, didn't we? We did. Marco Frisoni. <laughs> who is lovely in real life. And... Uh, just, a, yeah, I only saw him in passing. Yeah, um, we just briefly got was, a chance to stop and speak it, to him, didn't we? And it was enough to confirm my love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and to know that, that that extraordinarily lovely Italian voice is is actually the real it's just, deal. It's just how he talks, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't know Marco's work, you really should have a look at him on, on YouTube. He's, he uh, is a phenomenal painter. And comes across as generally just an all-round good egg, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's uh, really nice. And his work with chromatic black is, <laughs> is exceptional. Um, yeah, it's great. I love it. I actually thought when we met him, you might try and get him to say it at one point in time. <laughs> I, I, like, I just have... Um, I, I've, I've realised this about myself, is that, like, I, I get, like, little phrases of of, peop, of people like like with court of paint like yeah. hey guys henry here and i just want to fall asleep and then and then if i watch a uh, a marco video if he, if he talks about chromatic black and all that and it, it oh it's just so good well um, like i've told you that one of my uh, one of my customers uh, uh who's called sergio he uh he's a nottingham lad but his his uh his dad's italian his who's sadly passed, but his father was Italian and he spends a lot of time in Italy. Mm. I showed him Marco yeah. on a YouTube video and he, even he said, that's the most Italian man speaking English I have ever heard in my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I don't know if he survives. Well, he lives in Dublin, Marco. I don't know if he survives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's brilliant. Yeah. You know, because Dubliners have quite a sharp con sense of humour. I'm surprised they haven't been going, are you putting that on? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, lovely chap as well. But there was, um, yeah, there was some really good painting talent on display while we were there, which was really, really cool to see. But, yeah, so generally a very tiring, slightly bewildering trip. Oh, we got out to the Grand Canyon. We did get out to the Grand Canyon. We got out to the Grand Canyon and we spent uh, quite a long time on a bus. We did spend quite a long time on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> we with, went out with, and a, seen... with a bit of an oversharing tour guide, but <laughs> I don't want to go into too much detail. Yeah. <laughs> I hope his divorce is going through okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say too much about the chap, but um, he, uh, his, yeah, his, uh, his, his divorce has been a bit of a thing, and. Um, Joshua Trees. Yeah, he showed us Joshua Trees, and apparently he's in fantastic shape. He is in fantastic shape. Yeah, <laughs> if he says yeah, so himself. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that was a bit of an interesting time, but it was brilliant to see the Grand Canyon. Um, I think me and you and everybody else might have enjoyed it slightly more than poor Ross did. Yes. With Ross, sadly. Uh, I'm not the greatest myself, but bless him, he had a, a bit of a uh, fear of heights thing going on. Because I took a photograph of a... I did a selfie of me with the Grand Canyon behind me and somebody <laughs> said, you don't massively look that impressed. That's a reply. No, all that was going through my mind was that I was going to topple backwards into it. My favourite comment, <laughs> my favourite comment on that one, because it was just selfie. Yeah. And someone was like, you look spectacularly underwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just to put people in the, put people into, uh, put it into context for people 
my underwhelmed face and my falling backwards into an enormous canyon face are very, very similar. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That's all. Even though I was about 10 foot away from the sides, my brain was going, one more step backwards. Because I was trying to get as much in and I thought, one more step backwards, I'm going to be in there. Yes. And my, yeah. But it, I'd, I'd have a break, but, and I was then starting to think, it's about two, maybe three, it was about two o'clock in the afternoon. If I fall on this and then die, Will everybody else still be able to make that ten o'clock flight? <laughs> I did. I did. I did uh, peek over the edge at, at one point. I think there might be a picture of me and Andy, like, um, and and again, I think the thing I found with the US, like, like with Vegas, like, you say we'd walk for like thirty minutes, and you turn around and go, oh, we, we've barely come anywhere because the hotel's just there. Yeah, but it's so massive that it's like. No, it is actually really far away. Yeah. And and looking out at the Grand Canyon, you're like, it's all you can see. Yeah. It takes up, we were on this like peninsula, it takes up your entire vision and um, you're, you're just sort of like, right, but how big is it? Like, yeah. I know it's big, but is it big, big? Yeah. Like, I, I want it about six miles long, isn't it? Did, did Ian? No. Oh, it's like hundreds of miles. Oh, is long. it? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think we we were about six miles from. Oh, that, the okay. start from of it. From the start or, of it. Or, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like I wanted to see a person on a on in a kayak or something, <laughs> and then be like, <laughs> to give a perspective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, or like see a plane go by, <laughs> um, and be like, okay, it's that big. Oh, um, sadly, uh, yeah. Our uh, our travelling companion for that day, who we talked about already, Andy, he was. Meant to be going up in a helicopter. Yeah, but and the it got cancelled because of the yeah. weather. Even though all it seemed to be me to be was drizzly and a bit overcast. Yes, yeah. I thought. I thought. God, I get the impression that uh, Vegas um, Ve- Vegas helicopter pilots might be really, really spoiled for good weather. I think. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. going up yeah. in that, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was a brilliant. Um, a brilliant experience. Yes, um, it was. Seeing all that. On so, on so many, many levels, the comedy that has been provided for our WhatsApp group <laughs> from that day <laughs> has been never-ended. It's been, just been a, a constant... So, you know, you know to, today was a week ago that we were there. Oh, crikey, yeah. And, uh, and, I, think all, and I think there will still be a comment about uh, our time with the tour guide. <laughs> We'll probably still get mentioned at some point again during today. Um, other yeah. things then from that was they did a um, they did a games workshop, did a preview of things coming out while we were there, didn't they? They did indeed. Um, and as much as there was lots of amazing things, um, some of what I'll talk about, some of it I'll talk about sketchily because it's not really my wheelhouse, but. Oh, I'm having to really massively wrestle myself away from the idea of having a crew army. Like, I'm here to enable you. <laughs> don't, don't enable me. Yeah. The, um, the, uh, they showed the contents of, which is a bit weird, that the Tau Codex uh, early release box is got no Tau on it. It's just It's crew- a little bit strange. It's yeah. a bit strange. Yeah. But to be fair, the crew that are in it are absolutely lovely. I thought... Um, you know, don't get me wrong, we only seen photographs the same as the rest of you, but um uh really, really nice. Yeah. Really, really nice, I thought. Um very, very dynamic poses. Um the whole new rebuild of the uh, the standard infantry squads was very good. 
And then um, massively hinted at that it was only half of what they're going to release for the cruise. And they uh, gave the impression, speaking to certain people, they gave the impression that that um, they might be a playable army in their own right, which mm -hmm. I think is really exciting because they... If the rest of the army that they released was as nice as what they showed then, then I'll be quite impressed. Uh, other one that was immediately, especially for you, being a big fan of the books. Oh. Night Lords in the Kill Team box. Yeah, because they'd been... Shown previously. They'd been shown previously. Were they... Had they been leaked so they had to show no, them No, no, they'd been... They, they'd done an... I think... I don't know if they'd been a leak or they'd just done an actively early showing of them. Yeah. I don't know. And then they'd saved... Uh, the Dark Eldar side of it, which is the... Oh, what are they? Mandrakes. Yeah. I, I, I thought the Mandrakes looked, to me... They looked like, like Sigmar models. They looked like... <laughs> they looked like, And not only did they look like Sigmar models, I hate to say it, but they looked like slightly average Sigmar models. Yeah. Maybe if you're a Dark Eldar player, you're a uh, Drakari, if you like, um, you're really excited about them and good and pleased if you... Uh, if you liked them much better than the previous ones, I just thought they looked they looked a bit rank and file edge of Sigma to me. Mm, which yeah. was a bit of a shame. Or I th yeah, I don't I don't know if I'm sort of like maybe being uh biased because having read the Night Lords books and, yeah. and being a bit in love with them and having already seen them, I was like, Yeah, Night Lords. Who are they playing against? Don't care. Um <laughs> like um I think yeah, maybe may, like Maybe maybe a bit of that is 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 coming into play with it, but um, yeah, I thought the Night Lords looked fantastic. Um, like that upgrade kit, uh, as we as we mentioned before, um, is is brilliant. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. The um, yeah, and then well, the Night Lords are so well done, and and I've heard this said a few times. They're so well done that it doesn't look like a Chaos Marine upgrade sprue. It looks like someone they have released yeah. Night Lords miniatures, doesn't it? Yeah. And I think yeah. that's a real testament. If you can make an upgrade sprue look like an army box, yeah. Well, a, 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 a squad to that level, then you know you've you've hit really well. And I thought they were, I thought they were really nice. So the miniatures that um, that stood out for me were the uh, were the ones of oh, which two characters from Age of Sigma was Callus and Toll. One of them looking like a traditional sort of witch hunter big hat sort of character yeah and then uh is dressed in full knight armor but then toting two-handed like two, john wick two muskets. pistols yeah, yeah. Uh, well not muskets uh pistols then you think yeah that's pretty good and loads of new knight haunts as well which also look quite nice so again it, this normally i have a habit over the last few months of going oh you know age of sigmar knocking it out the park and mm. 40k looking a bit boring but I think the crew I think the crew had it on this one for me. They really did. And uh, I was desperately trying to discover where I could play them as mercenaries with in in a in a in a space marine army without me having to give it <laughs> have an army of them. I was like, just have some. And then yeah. I'll do it. Just some. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I think um do you know what maybe my way to um my way to scratch the itch further down the line is they are probably all being well. Might get a combat patrol box. Crew. Mm. Okay. And if they get a combat patrol box, then I can uh, then I can just build and paint a combat patrol and just play that. Would they Would they do that though? Because if you can only use them in town, 
Would it be a bit weird having like two Tau armies? Um, no, I don't think so because I haven't um, haven't Space Marine got two. I mean, yeah, space. Well, space. There's Marines, like a Phobos one. Is the, is the not like a Phobos there's one? A, a, there's a Space Marine Combat Patrol, which is the contents but, of Leviathan. Um, no, no, so, there's um, like the Space Marine one is generally, I think, the Phobos armor, and yeah. there's a vehicle in there. But you have like the first box of Warhammer I got in, you know, my adulthood mm-hmm. was um, a, a oh, crikey, because a oh, death thingy, my Bob. Yeah. Um, I keep forgetting the name. It's terrible. Silver, silver shoulder pad. Oh, um, oh, yes. Deathwing. Yes. No, it's not Deathwing. No, um, Death Watch. Death Watch. There we yeah. go. All the death. That's um, there's so much death. So much death <laughs> that I can't remember which death um, it is. So I got a Death Watch one, um, and and there's there's various like chapter ones. I think there's yeah, like, yeah. like four or five. So yeah, because I would. I've got to be honest. If they are gonna say they're playable as their own army. Mm then I wouldn't be surprised that they get their own box. Yeah, I guess that so, would make sense. So, yeah, yeah uh, that might be in the way of my of me scratching my itch, because that is something I would like to investigate further down the line is um, Combat Patrol, because I have heard good things from a few people that play it, and I think the idea that, um, you know, the one box, although I don't think it's hugely ever going to happen, but the idea that all boxes are balanced... And he should be able to play one against another quite, com- you know, competitively. Yeah, that would be uh, would be quite good, especially because I also have always quite fancied the idea around the sisters' box as well. So, yeah, but um, <clears throat> if they do do that, if they don't blend them with the Tau for a new combat patrol box, then I will probably buy the crew that way. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, which would be pretty cool. Yeah. I don't. I think the crew in the kill team. Like, I thought, oh, yeah, they're really cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm just a sucker for power armour. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe you are. I'm just basic. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's my thing. Yeah. I thought I could look at the crew and go, yeah, that's cool. But say it doesn't interest me as much as, like, the Deathwing box that's coming out. Oh, uh, yeah, well... <clears throat> like, in, in this... Is it this this weekend you can get is your hands it, is on it? Is it this weekend what you can pre-order yeah. it or you can no, actually No, because you could pre-order oh, it. Oh, pre-order's we already gone, hasn't it? That's yeah. right, yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, I was in um, Warhammer World yesterday and I was looking to get a Tauros, which sadly they didn't have, but apparently might want to have one later in the week. And um, i seen the Deathwing uh, Terminators in the flesh and they... Whoever has painted them you'll obviously be watching because we know all of the heavy metal team watch this channel um whoever painted them has done a really banging job i've seen a lot of heavy metal on display in warhammer world before but um and i've always been mightily impressed but whoever has painted the uh the deathwing they are in the flesh really 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 crisp they've done a really banging job on them they look to the point that i was like oh Deathwing, oh, Dark Angel, like, no, nope, no, nope, 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 not doing that. I've already got enough Space Marines to paint to see me till the day I pop my clogs. I'm not doing any more Space Marines of another chapter. So, mm. but yeah, really, really nice though. Yeah, so that was cool. Um, some The other thing as well, which was really nice, wasn't it, was that when we were selling for uh, for uh, Artis Opus, some people bought our stuff. Yeah. Who knew? 
Yeah, our uh, our special blend of uh, our special brushes blend box went, which was quite nice. Yeah, and uh, some people bought dice, and there was uh, the really funny moment where um, I was stood. I'd just dealt with a customer, and they'd left, uh, and I'd been chatting to them. So I was on the outside of the stand, and I, they left, and then a British guy rocked up next to me with his mate, and then went painting face dice here and it was like the last couple of bags that were were available that were were, were there because they were mainly being used to show off the the dice tray the the yeah. standard arter super standard dice tray and he was going painting face dice here that's i'm really really surprised why i told why are they there and then he sort of turned <laughs> as i then turned and looked at him <laughs> and found out he was a big fan of the channel so if you're watching hello and he went ah and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> which is quite funny yeah so that was quite nice as well so yeah Generally, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was a very nice time. My feet are still a little bit throbbing. Yeah. But uh, other news is we've had, hopefully, which will come off. We've had the invite from uh, Byron uh, and his right hand man Ed. We've had the invite to go and work at Adepticon, haven't we? Yeah. That'll be very exciting. Very close to Chicago, which should be good. I'm given real serious thought. That when I work Adepticon, I might put uh, might treat myself to new pair of slippers. Yeah, I might just work Adepticon in like a big check pair of Marks and Spencer slippers. Would they have the 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 support for your feet though? Well, I don't know, but uh, I don't know. I think I made a, a very large error of going to Vegas in relatively new boots, and I was mm. thinking my feet are throbbing a little bit. So either it will be one extreme to the other. I will either be at Adepticon in slippers. Or I'll be at Adepticon in extremely far too much more than has ever needed walking boots. Yeah, I think will be uh, will be one or the other for me. I can't quite make my mind up it's which still, way to go. Still be quite cold in Chicago in March. March, won't yeah, it? it's well, so, it's going to be quite a cold area up that yeah. way. So you never know the uh, it, the, the Gore-Tex lines. Walking boots yeah. might be the way. Yeah, yeah, and either that or exceptionally furry slippers. Yeah, or <laughs> both. be one or the other. Why not both? Maybe both. Yeah, yeah. maybe see how yeah. the day works yeah. out. Yeah, my my feet were hurting a bit. I uh, I don't have an in, an incredible lower back because I'm in my thirties now. Um, so if I sit on my nice office chair, I'm all right. But yes. the flight over, I was like, oh. Um, so well, yeah, I, I unfortunately on the way over had the had the argument with the gentleman in front of me who tried to put his seat back, and then couldn't quite figure out why it wasn't really going anywhere, and then turned around to look at me, and I had to say, your seat's not moving. Because I'm six foot two. Yes. <laughs> who then said to me, who then grumbled, turned round, and then eventually started moving his seat again and then moved it onto my feet. And I had to give it a little bit of a nudge to get it, the weight of it off my legs. And then he looked around and said to me, he said, if I have my seat back, is it going to inconvenience you? And I went, yes, it'll be quite sore because you've actually basically got your weight laying on my knees. And, um, and he went, but what am I meant to do? It's an eleven-hour flight. And I was like, what am I meant to do? I'm six foot two. Yeah, like, you know, you, you can't, I can't take my legs off. No, good no. God, I wish I could have. You know what I mean? And, and again, lovely to be travel size. <laughs> yes, absolutely um, right. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm going to do on the way to Chicago. I'm going to sit in front of you, and then yeah. I could have my seat all the way back, and you probably oh, wouldn't yeah. notice. <laughs> no difference. No difference. And on the way back as well, you lucky blighter, being the size you are, <laughs> three seats and a lie down. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. I got three seats, and my version of Avon's three seats was I sat in the middle and just had one leg under the other two seats. That was as good as it got. Don't get me wrong, it wasn't bad. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they give a pillow and a blanket to each seat, don't they? Yes. Um, and I had my travel pillow as well. Um, so I just kind of strategically put some pillows over the seatbelts so they didn't stab into me. Yeah. And I just I just curled up like a baby. It was wonderful. Yeah. See, I like quite I quite like being six foot two. It's nice to be a little bit on the big sides and mildly imposing and you know and all the rest of it. But um Oh, I wish you could shrink down when it comes to planes. <laughs> <laughs> Just see, like I don't think the world the world is built for the average man, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the one uh, I think that killed me. The one that killed me uh, with regards to my size on that plane was that on the way over, I went for a wee. And as I went for a wee, I walked past leg room mm. where was sat Mr. Steve Box from Vanguard <laughs> Tactics with his mate, whose name, if I remember rightly, is Jake. Who's about your height? Was in leg room like this with about another seven spare foot. I mean, don't don't hate the player. Hate, hate the, the game. game, yeah. Hate I the know. game. But um, I was should, like, I was look, I was like, should have got that upgrade. Oh, <laughs> and you know better now. I do you know better now because I don't time. I don't know whether you've seen, but on the um, on the Vegas WhatsApp group, which will obviously become the Adepticon WhatsApp group, I have already um, when Ed said, "Can you confirm whether you can go?" I said, "Not only can confirm, but I also said, Ed, when you book the flights." Book me leg room. I'll pay for the upgrade myself. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like fifty quid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know what? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? If I got leg room out uh, in and out, I think that'd be hundred quid well spent. I think. Yeah. You know, to be more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Or you could pay like a thousand quid to go in upper class. <sighs> do you know what you think? I walk, I've seen upper class briefly. They, you know, they, they mildly don't even like you looking at it. You they? turn in and look like, left. Yeah, and they, they go, go, no, no pleb, get down the plane. <laughs> yeah, but, um, avert your eyes. Yeah, but even <laughs> even um, upgraded uh, coach looked quite nice. Yeah, seats are bigger, aren't they? Yeah. Instead of like 333, three, three, it's 232. Two. Yeah. yeah, they look quite nice. And... Um, uh, yeah, you could just see first class just on the other side of the bar yeah. that we weren't allowed I to I think use. They, they put, like, curtains over yeah, it, don't they? Yeah, absolutely right. They were like, no, you're not allowed to look. <laughs> don't, um, don't, even, don't even sniff in that direction. No, um, no. One but, day, maybe. But I think, I think, who has that much money to spend on flights to be able to not only pay, you know, because I'm sure I, we don't know how much it costs because, you know, very kindly it didn't come out of our budget, but... You know, direct Heathrow to Vegas can't be cheap. But to then to then go, oh, screw it, first class. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I think Vegas is one of the cheapest places to fly to because apparently the casinos, like, subsidise the flights. Ah, uh, um, yeah, that makes sense, that makes sense so, doesn't it? Because they, they obviously need you there to yeah, cause spend Vegas, money. Yeah, because Vegas, I don't think, is like a, necessarily like a... a it is a destination, isn't it? Like you yeah. have to go there and the whole place is built around spending a load of money and, and all that sort of stuff. So uh, they want you there. Mm. Um, True. Yeah. So that's yeah, a, it, a was, bit, uh... it makes it a bit cheaper. Yeah. Because um, usually flying direct is more expensive, isn't it? But Yeah, with, yeah, absolutely Vegas, right. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, the quicker they can get you there and get you spending, 
the uh, the better, I think. Uh, yeah, so uh, trying to think of... Oh, I'll tell you who else as well seemed to be generally really, really nice. How nice were Vegas Uber drivers? Oh, yeah, they were awesome. They were really yeah. lovely people, yeah. other, than the, other than the one who took us from the airport to the hotel on the way in, who seemed... May, I, I'd like to think maybe he was lovely, but he was just had a very long shift. Yeah. He didn't seem to yeah. be particularly talkative. But uh, virtually everybody else. And not only that, but how quick they turn up. Oh, it's crazy, yeah. yeah. We could literally be walking towards... Ed could be walking towards the door, book one. We'd stand outside for about a minute and a half and it was there. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah really. Massive cars. Yeah, uh, all, always enormous. That yeah. were insanely comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Ed, yeah. you know what? I did merely make me think... You know, whenever I look at American cars, you always think to yourself... Oh, there's no need for it to be that big. That's ridiculous. Mm. And then you're in one, you're going, oh, this is lovely. Yeah. There was one that yeah. had like, a, the, what, there was one in there that had like the uh, the onboard computer was like the size of a really large iPad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Taking some design cues from like Tesla. Yeah, it was um, enormous. Yeah, it was yeah, wonderful. Yeah, but um, so that's pretty much what happened to us while we haven't been on air for a little bit. Yes. Was Vegas, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I think my uh, takeaway from it all was it was just very inspiring. Um, I thought yeah. it was really, really great to like go with such a fun group of people. Like massive thanks to Byron, Ross, and Ed for for like bringing us along. It was a really lovely company, incredible yeah. experience. We all yeah. we, we had a wonderful time um, seeing Byron like do all his tuition and the classes and. Uh, yeah, but annoyingly making it look so easy as always. <laughs> oh, that's the bit. Um, <laughs> and and seeing it like I think I think my main takeaway is as much as you can see in person, please do it. Yeah. Um, like if if you are unsure about tournaments, go to one and 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 try and experience the vibe and 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 see what it's like. Everybody there was so friendly and welcoming and lovely and seeing everybody just sort of, you got, you know, what, 3,000 people. Everybody's there because they think Warhammer's awesome. Um, and, you know, there, there'd be some outliers and I'm sure somebody went and didn't have a, a an incredible tag. experience. Yeah, I'm sure but, they did. Um, you know, I think that, that, was, that was for me, like, just seeing people in the flesh rather than talking about it on the internet yeah um was and, and seeing painting up close seeing i saw so many awesome armies because because byron yeah. byron judged the age of sigma like best painted so, oh there was a chap who um, came through uh yeah. there was an american chap who came through with uh, um, some sort of troll army yeah that was all christmas themed yeah where yeah. they all had for weapons had like sort of things that were derivative of like candy canes didn't he yeah and one of the yeah. trolls that i assume the original model would have been throwing like a boulder or something had like the was elf, throwing on the elf on the shelf's head yeah as a, yeah and it was just and he even was on like a little frosted sort of base wasn't it to, yeah. to the display yeah. it was really really lovely it was some really quite really really interesting armies that people brought over to you know as they were they were coming through because i was saying to people oh can we see your army and some of them were really, really cool and really yeah. imaginative, to yeah. be fair. Yeah, so I was knackered. My feet are a bit sore. I think I've only just about come to terms with the fact I know what day it is. But uh, Vegas is really weird. But I'm still very, very glad I went, I think. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful experience. Like, I don't think I can say 
go to Vegas, go to LVO, because it's going to be cost prohibitive. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't have gone if... if no, we, and we I don't know. There. I still, other than if I was very kindly asked back to, to work there next year, I, I think I'd be quite happily not to see Vegas again. <laughs> I, yeah. I think I really... I think, because the thing is, you've got to ex- accept as well as, isn't it? Everywhere, not everywhere in the world is for you. Mm. And, you know, I, uh, I, I, I didn't, uh, I don't think Vegas was massively for me. I think one of the major travesties of Vegas was that I had a cup of tea in the morning before you kindly picked me up to drive to Heathrow. And then my next cup of tea was about half an hour after I got out of your car back outside my front door. Mm. Nearly a week without a cup of tea. What's that about? That's a long time It was tea, a really long time. Tea. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever felt more English the fact when I turned up, even though I knew it was going to happen, when I turned up to my hotel room to discover that they don't have a kettle. I was like, good God, the people are like savages. How can you have no kettle? <laughs> Horrified of <laughs> us. <laughs> Yeah. Only joking, not American viewers, but you really need to embrace the electric kettle for those of... It seems to be thing you haven't really got your head around over there yet. Yeah, yeah. But, well, as as, um, as Ross said, we share a language, but, but not much else. Yeah, yeah, it would seem it is, so. It was, yeah, it was a bit of a culture shock. Well, we share yeah. a language on Warhammer, it would seem. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Anything was, else? It was lovely. No, I think, I think that's generally covered everything. Um, well, yeah, there well, we go. I think my... My, well, like, I can't... Oh, hang on, hang on. You can't not talk about, what, the, like, four and a half pounds in weight gummy bears? Oh, yeah. Good God. Well, hey, I came back and Hayley said, you would never have a shop in England called I Love Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> that just wouldn't be allowed. No, the tax on it alone um, <laughs> would, be, would be insane. That gummy bear would be... Get, buying that gummy bear and bringing it into the UK when you consider sugar tax would probably be equate about the same amount of bringing the, the same weight of cocaine from, <laughs> from Vegas into the UK. <laughs> and then I was talking to him, I'm just on this gummy bear, I'll put a photograph up on, on Instagram. Um, the gummy bear, I then thought, how do you eat it? Do you just gnaw on it? And then I thought, and then I said to Hayley, do you take it off in slices? Yeah. And she said, that starts to feel a bit like a serial killer thing, just slicing bits of gummy yeah, bear off. Yeah, you know, just, just start, Your ears going. Yeah, start with the appendages. <laughs> yeah. Um, to really prolong the suffering. Um, so, or, you like, you know, like a family, if you just gnaw a bit of the gummy bear and then go, there you go, and yeah, then you're just, yeah. don't gnaw where I was eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Start on a leg. Yeah, just pass it round. Um, <laughs> Were you eating the left or the right here? Oh, the left or I'll eat the other one. Yeah, just <laughs> just lady in the trumpet with, with your significant other. Um, oh, yes. It was just like anything that you've seen before in England that was like that, but just had to be done so much. Way bigger. Way yeah. bigger. I think the oh. most normal food we had out there was when we went to a pizza place. Yeah, which um, amazingly nice staff. Yeah, and very. Um, and don't get me wrong; I know they work for tips, but the 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 staff in America are very good. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and then I think did we go to a Thai place at one stage? Yeah, we went that, to a Thai place on on quite, Fremont Street. Yeah, yeah, that, that felt, felt a quite, bit British, didn't it? Quite normal. Yeah, i.e., like, oh, we could eat like this in the UK. Yeah, um, we walked past the Heart Attack Grill. Um, yes, which if there's a massive sign that says if you're over 350 pounds in in like weight yes. you eat for free 
Um, Maybe I will go back to Vegas. I'll just get on a bit of. I, yeah. I, I can't be far off yeah. that. <laughs> like, I, I Put don't, the effort in. I don't know what that is in. Oh, in, I tried to think in old money, but um, but yeah, that uh, and. I, I looked at the because I was recommended to go. Love the idea. Go if you're really fat, we're here to help you get fatter. Yeah, yeah. We want to what give a, you what that a really great attack. idea. Yeah, um, which, which is if you've a horrific bizarre. heroin addiction, we'll give you it for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Already addicted. Yeah, free drugs. Um, yeah, and uh, I, I looked at the restaurant because uh, one one of our um, one of our followers said, "Oh, you're going to Vegas? Go to go to the Heart Attack Grill," and the 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 wait staff are dressed up in like nurses' uniforms. Yeah. If you go in, you're given an apron uh, or like a like a like like, like you're going to yeah. have surgery. Yeah. Um, and if you don't finish your food, they spank you. Um, and the largest the largest thing you can buy on the menu, if you want additional bacon, you can only have forty slices of bacon. Wasn't it forty slices of bacon for seven for seven dollars or something? Something ludicrous, bacon. yeah. Although American bacon is a bit weird. It's like very, very small little. Yeah, is it like, like streaky bacon? Yeah, like streaky bacon. Yeah. It was a bit strange. I do like streaky bacon. Yeah, no, I like it to look. I actually do like it to look like it was once a bit of a pig. <laughs> it has to be the correct shape. It has to be the correct. It has to be that shape. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful experience. I think, yes, my takeaway was, um, you know, if you're unsure whether you hate tournaments or not, go to one. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely right. I think my experience from that would be um, that I, I would be keen to to go and, and share that experience yeah. and and just have a, have a play. I wouldn't be going to win. Of course I wouldn't be. And with, with a thousand people playing 40K, I can only imagine... We've seen some ten, quite ten, sad... 10% maximum yeah. would be wanting to place, like, really, really high. And, 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 like, of course you want to do well and you want to win some games or, or you know, go go and have fun. But I can't imagine... If somebody went, right, I'm going to LVO because I want to win the biggest ITC yeah. 40K event in the world. Um, I can only imagine a small percentage of those people would of going with that mindset. Yeah. Um, so I think the vast majority of the time... You'll play against if if I went, I would be playing against people like myself that just want to have, have a yeah. share in that experience and and the, push the um, models around. Yeah, I think it was the only bit that I thought from the tournament looked quite sad was people who looked like you could tell they were getting ready to go home on the Saturday night where they hadn't made the cut. Oh yes, yeah. There was a yeah. few people carrying yeah. armies about, looking slightly dejected. When we, yeah, because when we came in on the Sunday morning, yeah, there was people leaving with like trays of, trays, of armies yeah. and stuff, and that that was a bit like, oh, oh they didn't make the cut on it. Look, I felt a bit sorry for. Yeah, them. yeah, a little bit. You know I, mean? I think that was the only time where I was like, oh yeah, it's it's a competition, and, and yeah. if it's not worth staying around and you haven't made the cut, then why would you stay? Yeah, absolutely. If, if right, you're yeah. in that competitive yeah. mindset, so, I wonder yeah. whether that's yeah. a thing. At, uh, at the hotels, and uh, you can you can know you book in for the X amount of days and go. If I haven't gone X amount of games with a win, can I book out early? Yeah, <laughs> can yeah, I leave a day early? Early checkout. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Do I have to pay for the additional night um, <laughs> while yeah. I sit in my room sobbing, looking at my army? <laughs> I mean, you could gamble. Well, uh, it is true. Yeah, yeah, you could gamble. Yeah, you could yeah. go in there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. 
massive thanks to uh, the guys from Martin Sopus for, for taking us. For really taking us, it was it was a wonderful experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed, that'll do us. I think. I think so. Goodbye from me. Goodbye from here. Yeah. See you next time. Bye bye. Now you're woken up. What? What was that? What? What have I missed? And you were snoring. (laughs)